Welcome to Opera Columbus's podcast, Operaisms. We're your hosts, Jeanette Birchfield, and I'm Julian Lemonbaum. And this podcast explores the opera world and the many words I hear every day and don't know what they mean. Welcome back to an episode of Operaisms. Um, we have some special guests today. Do y'all want to introduce, introduce yourselves? I can't talk, as always. <laughs> uh, sure. I am Sarah Danke. Uh, I'm the Crane Fellow for this year and the AD on Year 11. Uh, I'm Eric McKeever, and I am in Regoletto. I play Count Monterone, and I like to think that he's the most important character in the show. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> controversial. Right. <laughs> Already causing trouble. <laughs> well, welcome. Have and of course, um, I'm Jeanette Birchfield. So, since I'm, I'm a little bit older than and I'm Julia in this room, I made my. Pro- oh, I'm, okay. I'm the elder. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. I made my professional debut at, uh, with Opera Columbus at the Ohio in Salome. And so, I'm. it's been many years since I've been in that house. And then I went to Capitol. University, and they did the choir festival there every December, so I am very familiar with the gorgeous Ohio theater. I can't wait. Mm. Cannot wait. I think for all of us, it's our first time. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Dope. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind me. (laughs) (laughs) All good. (sighs) So, (laughs) our favorite question where has your career taken you? Like, where did you go to school? What? Okay, uh, I'm a Columbus boy, so Capital University undergrad, Ohio, the Ohio State University for my master's. I would get in trouble if I TM. didn't say, yeah. did not say that. <laughs> yeah, TM. Um, and then I made my professional debut with Opera Columbus, which I was really prepared to literally just live in Columbus and sing, you know, throughout Ohio. But then... You know, I started doing a lot of training programs. I did a lot of training programs. <laughs> like, I was in all of them. Uh, and then from there, I took a break, and I worked for Opera Columbus doing education oh, because cool. I just was like, singing sucks. <laughs> or hard. It, yes, it's very hard. It's a tough life. And then, you know, uh, 2000 around 2008, the big recession that happened Mm. I realized there's no such thing as security and that was very liberating so I decided I'm going back into singing and then I moved to New York and did a tour of Porgy and Bess and have been singing ever since and I get to I this is my think my 10th role at Opera Columbus yes so I'm so excited that's That's so cool wow yay Uh, Sarah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I don't know anything. I'm well, so excited. I'm, I'm not an opera baby. Um, <laughs> I'm in my nascent opera stage right now. Yes. <laughs> um, but I grew up dancing. That's where all of my training is. Um, and what I went to school, what, what I went to undergrad for um, at Oklahoma City University. It's a, a small or a large dance program at a small but mighty school. Love it. <laughs> um, and I went to NYU Tisch for my master's. But um, inside of all of that, I worked as a professional dancer in companies. I lived in Chicago for a little while doing stage work, uh, stage companies and um, some freelance dancing. 
then moved to New York, um, where I was very freelance, both as a performer and a choreographer, um, and then moved into like more multidisciplinary creation. So um, not only moving outside of dance, like into theater, but also um, like film, video, um, and some like installation. Everything like being you know performance based, but in a in a a wider umbrella. Um, and opera is really the only performing art space that I had never really worked in, which is where my curiosity, um, that's what brought me to Columbus, to Opera Columbus specifically with the Crane Fellowship. Love it. Um, yeah. 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 Love it. <laughs> and you've worked on all of our other shows too. I have. Yeah. yeah. So this will be my third opera in life. <laughs> and also with Opera Columbus. <laughs> what I love about this season is you're yeah. getting really... You get all kinds of operas, which yeah. is really exciting. Yeah. I mean, the one we just did yes. was wild. Yes, <laughs> wild. Hard to explain. What, uh, so uh, I, I have yeah. to share, I was working with Dennis um, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, mm. right before he came to oh. do. And we were talking about the show because he was like, have you heard it? And I was like, I don't know it. He was like, it's poetry. And it's confusing. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I'm sure he was brilliant yeah. because yeah. he is brilliant. And it was, but it's so fascinating to me because I do a lot of modern opera as well. And mm. we just have to stay flexible as yeah. creatives, like in this business, because it's, it's, we're demanding not only a social change around the art form, but also we're changing sort of. Yeah what operas have relevance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, Kelsey was telling me that this that Maria sold, like, super well. And yes. I was like, it's because Columbus is like, look, we, we're hungry for, for yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. Which I think is what's cool about it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think it's also what we're learning is how we sell modern works. We mm-hmm. just explain it so much more. Mm. And I think that's what we need to do also with, you know, the war horses. Yeah. Not assume that everyone knows what Rigoletto is. Right. So uh, it was really cool. And I have to say, this, the um, Maria was such a celebration of just the arts because it was dance, there was high fashion, there was, you know, chamber music, there, mm. it, it was like everything. So I think it, it really brought different kinds of patrons. And a lot of them had never been to the Southern. They were like, whoa, this theater's really pretty. And we're like, yes, yeah. come see more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been here forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's also in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It, was just the, a it was the first one yeah. that we've Spanish ever done. Yeah. 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 That I imagine yeah. that brought people in. Yeah. Too. Right. Um, I mean, we had trailers yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. We oh, also so had cool. the titles in Spanish. Smart. So we, yeah. we had people who came who didn't speak English, which was very exciting. That is so cool. And again, it's like, that's Columbus. People don't know that Columbus is like so, because of the university and because yeah. of sort of a, many of the corporations. Like, it's an amalgamation of so many different yeah, communities, right. and you know that's you know I'm always like opera brings all of those communities together I because know. music is universal. So. Right. I I agree, and it creates a community yep. too. And you know. Columbus is more than football. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we love football. Don't be, no, no hate mail. Yes. Everybody no. loves football. Keep We're listening. <laughs> I have a funny Everybody. football story. If I, if oh, I can. yeah, please. So my first year of my master's at OSU, I go on a Saturday to go to school to practice, and there is nowhere to park. And I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. And then I realize it's a football game at the stadium, and I'm like, 
Note to self. The city shuts down. Stay home. (laughs) Practice at home. Go practice on the away game. So I learned very early on. like Best time to go for groceries. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or any shopping, actually. Absolutely. Bad for me. Nobody ever comes in to see me. (laughs) It's fine. So true. Yeah, that that is challenging. Um, So speaking of our beautiful capital... Um, what what is your favorite spot, Sarah? <laughs> mm, I know now that I have had fall and winter and moving into spring <laughs> in Columbus. Fake winter. <laughs> yeah, really lucky. I mean, very. Remember, I said I, I lived in Chicago, so yeah. I am aware of the western yeah. winter. Oh, right, right, right. And I was prepared. Place, yeah. I I brought so much stuff with me, like prepared to be so bundled up, and my yeah. coat. My, I have my dog with me and his coat, and like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like really ready to be so cold and. Honestly, it's yeah, it's not been it's not been a bad winter. Um, uh, I mean, I do. Speaking of my dog, I do take him for walks almost every day by the river. So um, it's it that is like a really lovely part of our routine, and he very much recognizes it. <laughs> like, he's, like he's like, oh, the river, and, like, has to sniff everything. And like we went away for a week in between shows, came back, and he's like, oh my gosh, you know, and sniffing everything again. Um, I walk. Uh, to Short North from, since we're staying at the residence and I walk to Short North pretty often and I like just walking up and down High Street. Um, No particular destination, just sort of like seeing what calls to me that day. Um, I love the meatball at (laughs) Martellas. Like I really want to plug the meatball. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Oh, and I went to like a really lovely little wine shop, Wine on High. Um, they have a happy hour. It's like six dollar glasses of wine. Oh, nice. Um, Jotting um, down notes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's coming to mind right now. I'm sure there's other things. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. All right. So you grew up here. I grew so. up here, yeah. so it's always cool to come back because every time I come back, Columbus is growing and it's mm. different and mm. it's amazing and super vibrant. And like you, um, um. I love traversing High Street. It's always interesting. Like, oh, that's still around. Mm. Oh, that's closed. Oh, but it's going to be that. You know, like, that's interesting. I love um, the North Market. Like, yeah. uh, like, if I don't know what to eat that day, I'm like, well, something yeah. will something will call out to me. So, Jenny's ice cream is my weakness. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been to North Market yet, but it is right now our giant construction site. Oh, True. what? It's no, it's still there. Oh, okay. It's still there. Woo! You just have to cross. Yeah. But, but I was like, it's going to be a whole shopping experience with okay. apartment built on top and oh, a wow. small performance space and all that. Oh, so exciting. it is in process. Oh, okay. Yeah. There yeah. is a food hall too that's like off of Fifth. Okay. But yeah. Dairy Hall. Okay. It's not all yeah. dairy. <laughs> it's actually not dairy. No, that would be not dairy at all. It's I, made of butter. <laughs> and I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but I'm not gonna say. Okay. I, I, it's okay. on my list. It is on my list. So Jenny's just launched the Ted Lasso ice cream. Oh. Wow. So just so you know. So they're they're not doing well at all. <laughs> no, they're actually in the city. Uh, Jenny's ice cream is in the city, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> I get my fix. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it's at um, Columbus Circle in. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, Columbus touched everything. Right, right. So, so yes, yeah. Jenny's Sadly. ice cream is there. Um, yeah, I love the Short North. I love German Village too. The mm-hmm. Book Loft is still oh, like yeah. one of my favorite like mm-hmm. afternoon 
just stumble through and see what book I do not need. Yeah. Because, right. like, books are heavy and they're hard but to But must home. bring back. But must bring back. <laughs> and, like, have nowhere to put them. Like, yeah. I don't know. But, okay. yeah. This is overwhelming. It is. <laughs> I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go. It really is. It's like, I need no coffee before you go. Yeah. It's like, there's yeah. like a coffee shop right on the corner. I love shops. Me too. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. What are your favorite places? Oh. I'm like, I know it's not, it's supposed to be interviewing us, but no, no, please. What are your favorite places? So, um, I don't know if you've been to Mandrake. Mm -mm. So, it's right on top of the Moxie, and it's like, um, it's a terrace restaurant, so you can actually look all of Columbus wow, okay. but it also has incredible sushi okay because the chef used to work at Nobu oh okay um, so it is okay. legit okay and their cocktails are fabulous so it's mm. a really nice night out I like it and I love also Barcelona in oh, German village yes. delicious yes. paella oh yeah <clears throat> yes I would say those are my two like on top of my <laughs> mind right now when I'm like where yeah. shall I? It's dangerous. Well, that's not true. My all-time favorite restaurant, sorry, is Rue in Short North. It's an Indian restaurant. Ooh. It's very good. Okay. okay. Notes to some. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. I love good. Indian food, so. Me too. Yeah. I'm always it's, looking for. It's incredible. Okay. <laughs> and you too? Yeah. Um, I haven't been here <laughs> for too long. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think my favorite restaurant is probably Agave and Rye, which is like a taco place. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's very see. good. I'm, I'm really yeah. just still yeah. all of these. So. Yeah. I think there's one in Grandview. Okay. Oh, there's yeah. also one on High Street. Oh, oh yeah. right, It's right by North Market. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Perfect. You'll have to stop by. There we go. <laughs> I haven't been in, but yeah. It's very good. Jeanette. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm all over the place, and I'm pretty basic when it comes to food, so I'm not adventurous. But <laughs> I keep it fun and basic. I really love going to Condado. They're based mm -hmm. here. Oh, um, yeah. If you ever get a chance to, like, if you like games... Um, Ben's Mechanical. Uh, I do like a game. Yeah. Yes. So they have a bunch of retro games. Um, duck pin bowling. Yes. Yeah. It's just very like nostalgic. Nostalgic, excuse me. But that's one of my favorite okay. places. Also, Slammers is a really good spot. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The pizza. The pizza, yeah. yes. So good. I remember that from, <laughs> right the, from the before. Right next to District West. Right from the before times. Yep. Like when I lived They're here. They're still around to kick in. Good. And they just opened this another small, it's Slammies. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Oh, the baby. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh. I also when it was there was like one random like seventy degree day in February mm. and um we did we were not in rehearsal that day or maybe we were done early or something and I remember I took my dog to Land Grant. Yes. Um, and because it was a weekday, it was like not crowded oh, either. That's perfect. And that's it was, fun. I yeah. I had not been too. there, but I yeah. will go back. The patio was really good. Yeah. Nice. And so. we're going to plug District West because yes. you are performing. I am so freaking excited. And let me tell you. Bucket when I list. When I, totally. When I s first saw that you were collaborating with Greta, I was like, I want to do that. Why am I asking you to do that? But I can't say I want to do it because that's rude, you know. And then when you were like, do you want to? I was like, yes. Of course. That was like the fastest email I've ever gotten from you. I know. I was like so excited. It was like it almost felt like a text. Yeah, it was like, like I sent it, would it you right like back. to? Yes. I'm like, you don't even know what I'm asking. I'm like, yep, yes. So I can't, and this Sunday, this Sunday, even though I don't know when this will air. Yeah, but, it will before. So. Oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah. So, so doors open at five, five. and show is at six. Woohoo!
excited. Yeah. I'm real excited. Can't wait. Yes, it's going to be fun. That's really good. So this is not your first Rigoletto. Mm. Right. What are some challenges with Rigoletto? Well, you know... Uh, dun, dun, dun. It, well, here's... <laughs> so uh, my... I, when I was a young artist at uh, Kentucky Opera, I did Count Ciprano. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a fabulous con- French-Canadian baritone named Gaetien Laperriere, pa- La I believe is his name, who was the Rigoletto. Um, and then I was supposed to do one, and then the pandemic, uh, my mm-hmm. first Rigoletto, and then the pandemic hit, which was really like, I was like, ah! Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, uh, it was okay. It was okay, because I studied the role, I learned it. And then to get to do Monterone, like mm-hmm. the, it's it's cool because there are so many different interesting baritone characters in this opera, mm-hmm. and they're all they're all really integral to the story. I think the biggest challenge for any Rigoletto is pacing, mm-hmm. because the role sits really high. It's long. It's a lot of duet singing, mm-hmm. and you know he has this huge aria Cortigiani, which is super emotional. And he has to give all of this like fire, but then he has to turn around and give this gorgeous, sing this gorgeous duet with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, it's it's fascinating to watch how much a baritone gives when and where because they want to give you all of the drama, but they right. also have to be protective of the voice. Yeah. And Verdi wrote beautifully for the voice, but it's also super high, so you have to know how to negotiate your high voice really, really well. And, and also you have to have that, it's still rooted in that bel canto style where the singing has to be super legato and rich and beautiful, oh. the vowels clean and all of that. Um, so it's, a, it's probably, in my opinion, in most baritones' opinions, the pinnacle mm-hmm. of the baritone repertoire. Like, we mm-hmm. all want to sing it, even if we can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even, even if people shouldn't sing it. So, yeah. you know, it's, I'm excited because I'm going to, I always, I'm like, um, I always watch baritones and take notes. And like, mm, and I'm like, smart. oh, how do they do that? I negotiate. Okay, great. Okay, make a note of that. And so it's always exciting for me to be in the room mm-hmm. for for this particular opera. Yeah, I remember. So the last time I did it was a Minnesota opera, mm. and it became a where can we hide water on the set? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> absolutely. 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 This, because this poor the, gentleman was like, <laughs> drink, drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know. We don't know, like, we don't have a document. We have, like, yeah. we have the records of, like, how the greats did it back in the day, but we don't know, like, that those sorts of things. Like, yeah. what are some tricks? Like, did they have somebody off stage being like, here's some water? Yeah. Or do we, you know, and and opera is very physical. Mm-hmm. It's in this particular role. Then you add the hump back onto it if, mm-hmm. if yeah. we're doing that in this production. We are not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so then we don't have to worry about it. But that also shifts the physicality yeah. of yeah. how you breathe. Oh, that's yeah. that, but that's also yeah. gonna that's yep. going to Absolute determine to yeah. like where yeah. the because we we all study standing straight up, you know, aligned. Mm-hmm. And Face. in this particular role, yeah. you're yeah. out of alignment, but you still have mm-hmm. to sound like you are. So mm-hmm. it's it's super challenging. And the greatest artists are the ones that make you actually forget mm-hmm. that there's some kind of physical yeah. um, difficulty that the character has moving, mm-hmm. and you just start seeing them as a human. Yeah. And because and and and. As far as character, like, Rigoletto is fascinating to me because he's, we meet him and he's this bad guy, and I put bad, you can't see it, I'm putting quotes. Um, He's a bad guy, making fun of everyone, and then you realize that he's this incredibly tender father who wants to shelter his daughter 
from the evils of the world. Mm. And so you've already got this person who's completely conflicted and playing both sides and playing them very well. And we, through the course of the opera, we see that person crack and fall apart. Mm-hmm. And they become, like, he becomes someone who's a complicit in murder. Mm. He's like, I'm going to kill the Duke. And then, you know, the curse comes back. And I don't want to give it away, but something bad happens at the end. Mm. Yeah. It's opera. It's opera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Nobody wants to see characters make good choices. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we for the drama. also love a good challenge at OC. <clears throat> There's a bunch of staircase. Yeah. So yes. that also pacing yourself with yeah. stairs is uh, an interesting challenge. Yes. It's, th- it's three. Two levels. Two, two levels. Two levels. Yeah. But I also think like how the house is. Being in the second level is going to feel incredibly intimate mm. because all of a sudden you're going to be at the same level as people oh, sitting so on the cool. balcony. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Ooh. That's very cool. Yeah. Cool. So, Rigoletto is considered one of the top five war horses. What, what is the challenge for you besides, mm. you know, <laughs> the stage is huge. The stage <laughs> is huge. <laughs> I mean, it's on the top of my mind just because we are dealing with the top of the show later this evening, but just. Uh, you know, the way that Eve has described how she wants the curtain to come up at the top of the show is this, like, wild and sexy party. And we have all these people. We have, you know, all the principals who are in that scene, plus the chorus, plus the supers, and getting everybody in a place where it feels like it's not on stage. I'm putting Mm. also in quotation marks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it really does feel organic Mm. and like really drippy and you know like like, yeah (laughs) like velvety like you know luxe in all of the ways um that again feel like authentic but also you know correct for what what needs to happen in the scene there's just like a lot of action and bodies and stuff and people eating and drinking and games and simultaneousness that um I think it's going to be a very fun challenge, but it's going to be the scene with the most people and the most action and mm. the most, like, somewhat nonsense. It's <laughs> 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 like, that should not read as nonsense, but, you know, just, right. like, you know, sexy games and, like, and and uh, sexy movement mm. and also just um, making sure that we know where everybody goes and how they fill the space. And <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like super, yeah. super yeah. setting the mood in that yes. first moment. Absolutely. Like that's very exciting. Absolutely. It's very exciting. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting, but um, I'm, I'm like, all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> happening. I'm, like, I'm yeah. setting myself up. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, this is a podcast because yeah. people can't see your hands. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. You're expressing it really well. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, I love the, I love yeah. velvety Lux drippy. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. already excited oh, to yeah. see it. Yeah, there's a pile of pillows. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So neither of you said, because that to me is what's most daunting about this production is it's the performances are back to back. There is yes. no vocal rest. Yes. Yeah. True. That. I mean, definitely. And that makes me so nervous. I, I can understand <laughs> that. And I think I, I will guarantee that our Rigoletto, Gilda and Duke will yeah. be the most disciplined of the three artists because yeah. they have a huge challenge of yeah. luckily there is it's it's two evening performances and yes. not an evening I remember back in the day where companies yeah. would be like Friday night Saturday yeah. night Sunday matinee yeah. and it's like um oh. yeah. Yeah. so you know it's I think and again I think if they are well prepared and I know they will be yeah 
they will know how to pace themselves, not only for the performances, but during the rehearsal. Like, mm -hmm. my philosophy is, like, there are some opera houses that don't allow artists to mark, oh. which I think is crazy because yeah. it's like, how many times do I have to prove myself? Yeah. But I think, again, you know, you sing out when you need to sing out, and then you mark so that you're in figuring out how to integrate the physicality. Yes. Yes. Like, to me, that's very important. Yes. I don't need to keep continually proving myself to you once you hear it mm -hmm. but I need to figure out how my body and voice work together mm -hmm. and then I integrate and then I then I start to discover how they do that and then I can start adding on Eric you know like I yeah. give I take your direction I take the maestro's direction and then I fuse that and then I start putting my own and it's a process and rehearsal should be a process it yeah. should be a safe place to make mistakes to crack like I, if, if somebody doesn't crack in a rehearsal I'm like they're gonna crack and shit mm -hmm. because yeah. they're they're they don't have to prove any like I love rehearsal spaces where it's mm -hmm. like you just make try anything yeah. mm -hmm. make mistakes if that feels wrong let me know we'll mm -hmm. figure out how we can still get that concept that I'm trying to get and what the you know artist needs and like how can we make that story clear mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that to me is the most exciting part yeah and it's not a concert. Right. That's yeah. what's important. Right. To like Absolutely. Keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. This is a th yeah. this piece is yeah. really interesting because there are these beautiful moments of stillness. Yeah. But it's never still. It's yeah. always like someone about to burst. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think of Gilda, like someone uh, mm -hmm. I remember being in a master class and watching a soprano sing Gilda and when the uh, clinician said that Gilda isn't pure. Mm -hmm. That she is on, she is on the cusp of womanhood, and that aria is all about her yeah. really connecting to her energy, her sexual energy, mm -hmm. even though it's still, it's there's a yeah. lot of emotion bubbling through, yeah. and that changed my whole perception yeah. of these characters. And she's sixteen. She is. She's a young woman. She's a young woman, and she's met this, you know, and she's sneaking off and meeting this guy yeah. in a church. Well, she ain't all good either. Uh, like, yeah. So it's it's to me, but that's what's fascinating. Everyone yeah. is. Flawed. Yeah. Everyone in this show is flawed. Even Monterone, who's mm -hmm. like coming here and ripping everything apart. Yeah. He's done something to them in the past mm -hmm. that made them now do something to his dog. It's like this like tit for tat thing. So, yeah. you know. When we were meeting with the marketing department, we were talking about how, like, how in this opera everybody has an entrance music too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bridget's very smart about that. Yes. It's almost like. Um, um, oh no! Now I forgot the the name of the movie. The one with the knife. Oh, Halloween. Uh, no, no. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. The Hitchcock. What oh. It called? Uh, oh, Knives Out. No. no. Um, uh, 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 with Norman Bates. Yes. Uh, why are we? Oh gosh, uh, we, sound so bad. we sound so bad. We sound so bad. So bad. Bates Motel. What is the name? No. What is the name of that movie? Anthony Hopkins, like or Anthony Perkins. And Perkins. Um. Anyway, but it's the same that thing. Movie, yes. Whenever you hear the music, psycho. psycho. Yeah. Thank you. It's a bit, it's a... Whoop, we cut all that. We'll just cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a little bit like in Psycho, right? Yeah. Where like, oh, you know who's about to enter the room yes. if you pay attention to the music. It's the same thing for this opera. That's hot. Weird parallel. That's but weird. But but smart. That's how like, I I see it. Well, it but it goes like I I say this about Verdi in general. He composed as a person of the theater. Yes. Like, he, his composition was always aware of the vocal, but also yeah. the visual. And yeah. so the orchestration, and the other, the other thing about uh, great composers is mm -hmm. the orchestration is always telling the truth of mm -hmm. what's happening in the scene, mm -hmm. no matter what the character is saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you listen to 
what's going on underneath, and that's like, oh, that's what's really yeah the truth. Like, so it, cool. I mean, you he's know, t- like, yeah, he's telling you, he's yeah. dropping hints. Like mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. when you listen to the, the Duke's thing. La Donne Mobile, you're like, it sounds so like. Da, 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 da. It's uneasy. Yeah. Even though it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's uneasy because you're like, yes, yes, yes. yes." And yet he, and and again, yeah. The great thing is there will be people that will hear that and be like, oh, this is who the character is. And then there'll be people that are like, oh, the tenor sings this beautifully. Let me. Yeah. And that's that to me is what's cool about opera is that you can listen to it on like purely vocal level. You can listen to it on. You can watch it from a piece of theater. You can listen to it as as a musicologist and examine like yeah. how the how it, it's really cool. It's I really think cool that's why La Donna Immobile is in Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Oh, interesting. Because so you're smart. like psychopath. Come yeah. Here. <laughs> Get that's ready. so good. Yeah. That is so good. That's that's you know I, I like to pretend that's why they chose it. I like but, it. I like yeah. it. Um. <laughs> um. So can we talk back? I know. Um, a little ways back, you said that some people won't let singers mark. Mm-hmm. So oh. I don't know what oh. that means. So that would be a great opera yeah. as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Design so marking. Marking yeah. is basically like singing half voice okay. or down the octave. And, and it's a technique that artists use often because they don't want to sing full out the whole time. Because... These are muscles. They get tired. And in rehearsal, especially if you're doing like a six-hour rehearsal day, you need, I mean, there are some singers who never mark. And they're amazing. And they just, they can, they have cords of steel. Um, But I think it's, I think it's good, especially if it's your first time doing a role or if like you were saying, like there's a lot of steps. If you're trying, if you're an artist that needs to integrate, um, it's, it's a great way to figure out how to negotiate the role and so it's just it's really a voice saving uh, mechanism and some some singers mark all the way up until the performance mm-hmm. which can be terrifying for the company because yeah. they're like are you gonna <laughs> sing out we right. need you to like, sing it is it gonna happen right is it gonna happen um, but yeah. but yeah, yeah and then surprise um Usually, I, not, I don't want to call no, out no, names, no. but usually it's tenors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, I'm not saying anything, but and, and, yes. And, <laughs> and, and we did a show here two years ago where everybody was like, why did you hire him? Because I was like, wait for it. Right. Wait for it. Right. And then I had worked with this gentleman many, right. many times. So you knew. Uh, so you knew. I knew. And then final dress, they were like, Holy right. And I was like, yeah. here's your present. Right, exactly. And again, them. and again, that's but that's funny because like singers often feel like we have to impress yeah. each other. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Nobody they're not paying your bills. Yeah. So yeah. the only people person yeah. you need to impress is yeah. the audience, you know. Yeah. Like and, and the people yeah. that hire you. Like that's it. And once you do that in the sing through yeah. or in the first couple of rehearsals. You can, you can relax, but yeah. but as long as that's a good house policy, you know, yeah. there are some houses are like, no, sing, sing, sing. Yeah. Because they want to test you, which, you know, that's a whole nother. Yeah. Issue. But I, I feel also the challenge, and I think that's why some companies do that too, is like, you already got this job. They're actually auditioning you. Yeah, that's a good role. point. That's yeah. a good point. And that's why everybody's like, oh my God, I have to be on all the time. But it's right. exhausting. You're absolutely yeah. right. You have to be able to be vulnerable. Right. In the rehearsal room. Right. Yeah, it's very challenging. Yes, yeah. that's true. I never even thought of that, but yeah. that is true. You, I, I, I can say like you know, 
you uh, you in one role and you may get offered another role for another yeah. season because of they like how yeah. they like who you are as a person and what you bring to the table. So. Yeah, absolutely. So the answer is do what you think is best. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Oh, that's right, right. Yeah. <laughs> all of it, all of it. Well, awesome. Well, friends, thanks so much for coming and chatting with us. This has been awesome. Um, and make sure y'all come and see Eric on Sunday <laughs> um, at District West. So, yay. And at the Ohio Theater on the 31st yeah, and April 1st. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that too. That too, yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, signing off. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. <laughs> Quick and easy. Yay. I also just wanted to make sure you guys were back. We're back.